And so for me, what I'm most excited about in 2024 is less widening of the net and yes, shallowness of the water and more really concise, directive, and deep. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Although this is not the first episode of 2024, in some ways it feels like the first episode of 2024 to me because it's the first solo episode of this year. And it's really the first time really in the last two weeks that I have done an episode that covers kind of a recap of all of the things that went down last year and what I'm really planning and hoping to bring into 2024 and how all of this works together and most importantly, how it serves you. So I am going to just dive right in. Today, we're going to be talking really about what worked and what didn't. And if you have been a listener to this podcast for any amount of years, um, I started this podcast back in 2017. I've done a lot of these annual recap episodes before. And so similar to past ones, that's what we're going to be covering. What really felt in alignment to me, what didn't, how I navigated some challenges, how I navigated wins, all of that good stuff. So we're going to be talking about business, but we're also going to be talking about some personal stuff as well. And I want to say before I really kind of share all of that, I'm going to get into what has really kind of brought me to where I am now. And potentially some of you listening could probably relate. So with that, let's get started. Okay. So here we are, my friends, another year, another year of this podcast, which is crazy. As of April of this year, I would have been doing this podcast for seven years, which is wild to think if I'm doing my math correctly. And so much to be learned throughout just the years of this podcast and growing a business and all of the things that comes with it. And when I really thought about that and how I wanted to approach today's episode, the theme or the thing that kind of kept coming up to me was this idea that I'm really at this precipice of a Julie 3.0. It's really the only way that I can think to describe it. Like Julie 1.0 in her business, you know, was a publicist and then she got into blogging. And then after that, it was really time for her to create her own brand and business, which was then like Julie 2.0, right? And that's really where I see Julie 2.0 was like 2016 really up until now where you see the business that I have today. And I really enjoyed all of that very much, but I also have started to feel like I needed to see where I'm going and see the vision of my brand and business and how I show up and serve in a bigger way. And I just needed to kind of figure out what that was. So really since 2022, I have been in this feeling of kind of like, okay, here's where I've been and where am I going to go? And you know, I think that what Julie 2.0 taught me was really about building the brand and looking at it from a full circle. But then COVID hit and I had my daughter and I moved across the country. And I also wrote a book, which if you have ever written a book and had to market it nationwide, you understand that it's so much more than just writing a book. There is so much energy and capacity and, you know, woman power and brain power and money and resources that have to go behind that, that it can take you away from 
a lot of other things, it really kind of does become a full-time job in and of itself. And so through that process of the last few years, it's really brought me to where I am today. And that's why I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. But I think that no matter what, as I look back over last year and really over the last however many years since 2016, when I started this business and when I kind of started my version of Julie.0, is that my approach, I think, really does serve as a how-to for staying power in this industry. And that really comes down to develop an identity and stick to it. And the business, the brands, the growth, it will all come. And there's so much to be said about staying power. There's so much to be said about allowing yourself to grow and evolve within that staying power and really being able to reflect back as to what is working within that? What is not working? What do you want to change? What do you want to realign? It's a new year, which means it's a new opportunity for growth. And that is why I am so excited to share with you my brand new free sustainable audience growth guide. Just go to juliesolomon.net slash growth to get the details and to get your guide. This guide is the surprisingly simple way for you to build your audience this year. And guess what? You get to do it without having to post on social media every single day. Yes. Yes, my friends, if you feel like you are giving your all to building your audience, yet that follower number and that engagement are stuck in quicksand, this is the guide for you. It's time to stop wondering how to build an audience and brand that translates into a scalable business and embrace a new way that increases engagement, gives you a clear path to success, and simplifies your growth strategy. The free sustainable audience growth guide teaches you a powerful and efficient way to think differently about audience growth this year so that you work smarter and not harder while building your brand and bottom line. This is a must have for anyone serious about creating multiple income streams on the back of a solid social media presence this year. All you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash growth and put your name and your email in there and I will send you the guide immediately. And as a little bonus for you, with this guide, you are also going to be receiving a free video tutorial of me walking and talking you through each step outlined in the guide. Because my friends, if you are anything like me, I need a little handholding. I need the step by step by step by step. So I'm not only giving you a guide here, but I am giving you a free video tutorial for you to walk through. And you get lifetime access to this, my friends. This guide and this video is yours to keep forever. Just go to juliesolomon.net slash growth to get your hands on the guide. And so on that theme today of staying power and allowing ourselves to evolve into these 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, whatever version that is for you, I am here for it. And I feel like a lot of people have been going through the same thing. When it comes to what worked, let's just break it down to that. When I look back over the last year, really the last few years, I really feel like overall, I am so ready for what's to come in 2024 and most importantly in my business. I think that towards the end of that Julie 2.0, that 2021 to 2022 season for me, I started to really lose really my excitement for my business. I started to get very bored of my business. Um, again, just I think the energy of like having to write and market that book took a lot out of me now that I look back on it. And so 2023 for me was really about getting back to the basics, getting back to the basics of what I love to do, getting back to the basics of how I serve my community, getting back to the basics of what really moves and drives the needle in my business while also really keeps me enthusiastic and happy to be here. And I think that 
I did a really good job at that in 2023 of just getting back to the basics and getting back to what I do really well. You know, when it comes to marketing and branding at the end of the day, I just, I know what looks good and what doesn't, not only for my own brand, but for all of my clients and students. And that plays such a giant role in how I show up and serve and really honoring that. I'm just really excited that now that my business is headed in the direction where it is more about this Julie 3.0 which I can kind of give you a little bit about what that means to me, at least what I think it's going to mean because we're starting this year off. It's really motivated me in a way that I haven't felt in a long time. And there's just other ventures that I am pursuing as well this year that I'm really excited about and I'm hoping to share more about. But for me, it was this idea of allowing myself to get back to the basics that birthed this new kind of Julie 3.0. And the way that I look at that, and like I mentioned earlier, Julie 2.0 was very much about building the brand, figuring out what that was, you know, creating that. And Julie 3.0, I think, is actually about really getting distinct and succinct about what kind of needs to be the Julie Solomon personal brand show versus what doesn't need to be that. And there's going to be certain things in my offers and in my brand and business and even this podcast that has to become kind of less tied to me if that makes sense, and more identified as its own entity in order to thrive and grow. And so that is a lot of what I've been working on behind the scenes, that it's not fun, it's not sexy necessarily, but I know that in the long run, it's going to really support the greater outcome of what it is that I'm wanting to build and really how I'm wanting to show up and how I'm going to serve in this new higher level. And with that, I'm actually going to share some strategies um, in a little bit that could also serve you if you're kind of thinking about this as well for you and getting back to the basics of like who you are as a brand and what it is that you offer. So stay tuned for that in just a moment, but I don't want to kind of get sidetracked and and lose sight of this. So getting back to the basics has been huge. Allowing myself and I think giving myself the permission to start stepping into what this new like brand 3.0 could be has worked. Also allowing myself to, to get a new found level of support. During that 2.0 version of Julie and this brand and business, I have had employees and haven't had employees. I've had multiple contractors on the team and not. I've had multiple agencies that I've worked with and not. I feel like I have tried a lot of things. But after the book launch happened and I really knew that I needed to get back to basics, I kind of had to like strip everything away to really assess and see what I needed. And so actually toward the end of 2023, and it's actually still happening right now, I knew that it was time for me to bring in some experts to really support me in laying a new foundation when it came to the systems, the processes, the company culture, the team that I really needed to support me and what that greater vision was. Luckily, I know two women who do that super, super well. And so they came on as like a fractional CEO and COO of my team and my business to really help us restructure. Their names are Nicole Jackson Miller and Aaron Lindstrom. They are absolutely incredible. I've actually had both of them on this podcast in the past. I will most likely be having them back on for a future episode because of all of the great work that we have been doing behind the scenes to really create and build this 3.0 version of my business. I don't want to share too much right now because I still feel very in it. Like I haven't quite gotten to the other side of how all this is unfolding. So I want to refrain a little bit because I don't want to like overshare 
information that then may not end up being the outcome or the result that we're going for. But I can say that having them as that sounding board to really come in and to help me lay the groundwork that was necessary, right? Like getting back to the basics of like what is actually needed to propel your vision forward has been invaluable, absolutely invaluable. I cannot stress that enough. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that I will have them on the podcast so you all can really learn from them, you know, sink into their wisdom and kind of hear their their side of like how they've supported me through this. And I think the most important piece to all of this was again that permission. That I think that there was a part of me for a while there that got so exhausted and so burnt out and so bored that I couldn't even see that it was possible for that passion to be reinvigorated in my business, if that makes sense. And I hope I'm making sense and I'm not rambling here. I hope that like some of you are like, okay, this tracks. Some of you may be thinking I'm crazy, but it's interesting when you don't have the enthusiasm and the passion for what you do. It is so easy just to get into the motions and just to kind of be on autopilot without really allowing yourself to root into, okay, maybe I'm stuck here and this is not actually serving me and how do I get to the other side? So in some ways, I will say that 2023 was amazing in the sense that I did feel actually more invigorated in my business than I had in a while. And it's not like I was able to really enjoy the fruits of that invigoration labor yet. I feel like that is what's going to be coming this year and on into future years. But that was a really beautiful thing because I gave myself the permission to say, okay, this really isn't working. And not only is it not working, but like I don't even have the drive or the enthusiasm to figure this out. <laughs> so like I need someone else to come in and see what I'm missing and find the holes that I either can't find or don't want to find just because my capacity is not there. My desire, my desire to want to reinvigorate my own excitement for for what I do is there, but my capacity to actually strategize how this is going to happen is not there. And that's where Aaron and Nicole came in to really be that strategic sounding board for me and to really play that part and to help me see the things that I couldn't see. That way, now that we're into 2024, I'm going to be able to make some new hires and really, again, just get that structure in place that, that needs to kind of serve what I'm doing. So that has worked. And it's still a work in progress. I also want to say on a personal level, 2023 was a really beautiful year, especially from the previous years. The previous years for me were just tough because again, COVID had hit. I moved across the country with my family. I became a mom of two. And so just the dynamic of having a baby, my daughter's now three, but you know, those baby years can be tough, especially in the midst of a pandemic. I also, again, was, was thrown into this, you know, the, the whole process of my book took almost two years from writing to editing to marketing takes a lot out of you. And so this in 2023, I felt like this was really the year for me to just reclaim again my excitement, enthusiasm for just life. And I had a lot of fun travel that happened in 2023. I had a lot of big life celebrations that me and my husband got to celebrate. We had, you know, friends get married. We had friends turn 40, turn 50, family members that turn 60, just really big life moments that we got to celebrate and the people that we got to celebrate in 
our life in 2023 was huge. We went to Europe as a family, which was amazing. And then I also took my son to Europe, just he and I, for a, for a time of that. And that was such an incredible trip. It was probably one of the best vacations and trips that I have ever, ever been on. And it was just me and a 10-year-old. And it was just so fun. And so I was really proud of myself, I think, in 2023 for allowing myself to just pour into family and pour into friendships and pour into life moments that matter and just really honoring the fact that I have done so much work on myself and how I want to show up in the world and who I want to be in the world, you know, over this last 10 to 15 years that I am now surrounded by incredible people. And I have really healthy friendships and really a really healthy relationship with my husband. And I'm also the healthiest that I think I have ever been. Another reason why 2024 is a big year for me is because I turned 40 this year. I turned 40 in August, which is crazy to think think because it feels like it was just yesterday that I was 25 and I thought 40 was so old and I was just like, wow, those boomers who were 40 and now I'm the 40-year-old, about to be 40-year-old millennial. But to be able to say that I am mentally and emotionally and physically the healthiest that I've ever been at almost 40 years old is incredible. And that is also because I really got back to the basics and rooted into the groundwork of what was needed and necessary in 2023 to get my health in check. The other thing that happened after having my daughter is that I had a massive of like hormonal crisis with my body. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me talk about this. If you don't or you haven't yet, you can actually go to the health highlight on my Instagram and it kind of recaps a lot of this in more detail. But essentially, I had a lot of issues with my hormones. I could not lose weight, which it's not that a number matters, but just I could feel, I just felt puffy. I felt heavy. I felt my skin didn't look or feel good to me. I had very low energy. I wasn't sleeping well. I could tell that I wasn't digesting my food properly. There was just a lot happening. And it wasn't until last year when I found a company called Choose Joy and really went on their very unique and specialized path of helping women specifically with hormonal issues that my physical and mental and really honestly some emotional well-being stuff took a massive turn for the better. And this happened early last year and I started to really feel results by April of 2023 and then by summer of 2023 I really saw the results. Not only did I lose about 10 pounds, which I'm now actually the size that I was before I had my daughter, so I'm kind of back to that pre-baby weight, if, if you will, but I feel better. I have more energy. That's the most important thing to me. Weight's not that important, but just feeling better in my skin, feeling better in my body, having more energy, having the desire to want to move my body and work out. All of these things were a catalyst to then, you know, eating healthier, getting better sleep, feeling more balanced, not having so much brain fog. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on about how incredible it was for me to work with that company, Choose Joy. Um, I will make sure to put a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. With that, I'm just really super proud of where I am in my journey with my health, with my wellness, with my relationship with myself. Boundaries that I have in my life are super strong. I feel really confident, a newfound confidence. It's kind of like, I don't even know if confidence is the word as much as it's like a knowingness now. Like I just, I have this really 
beautiful knowingness in my personal life and in my business life that A, I'm going to be okay no matter what. And two, I can actually call in and create and attract the things that I want in my life from a place of of knowing from a I don't want to say ease because I feel like everyone it just kind of gets a little everyone talks about that but maybe they talk about it cuz it's just true. There was a version of me that used to even even though I might have been quote unquote successful on paper, everything felt just heavier and forced. Like if I could sum up you know, like 20, 2020, 2021, 2022, that's what that was for me. And 2023 was just kind of this beautiful reset. So life is really good right now and business is is good. And my enthusiasm and my dedication and my excitement for my business is getting good. And I'm just really grateful for that. And I just think that I can speak on it more clearly now because I am on the other side of a lot of that health stuff, but it really did consume me for a while. And I don't want to really underwhelm the significance of feeling nervous or scared about our health, especially for women and especially for women that are around my age as we start to get into our 40s and just hormones and things like that change. I can't stress the importance of not underwhelming that, but I also can say that I have learned now more than ever just the significance of prioritizing my daily health decisions and how I move and the foods and that I eat and the drinks that I take in and the sleep that I get and the and my relationship with God and like prayer and meditation and just really all of it. I think it's the greatest gift that I can give myself and my family. And I know that while there's so much to life that I can't control, I really can control my choices and my habits and my decisions to try to live the healthiest daily life possible. And so that has been huge for me. And that was something that massively worked well in 2023. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business Business for sponsoring the show. The other thing that worked well, and then I'm going to get to those strategies in a moment, I promise, but I think this is also important, is that I made a decision, I think it was back in early 2022. There's actually a podcast episode on this. I made a decision to cut out alcohol 
and to really just focus on my overall health. And I have not been two years without drinking, but since January of 2022, I did a dry January back in 2022 and it just worked really well for me and I kind of kept it up. And here we are, January 2024, and my relationship with alcohol has completely changed. I used to be someone that would probably have wine every single weekend, no question. Friday and Saturday, definitely going out and having wine, red wine. And I was also someone that drank, I don't want to say every evening, but like maybe every other evening I would have a glass of wine. I don't know the last time that I had a glass of red wine, which is so weird to think because that's all I used to drink. But nowadays, I might have two to three drinks a month tops. Allowing myself to go through that dry January, and again, if you want to listen to the podcast episode where I talked about how, like what I did and how I did it, I will also tag that in the show notes. You know, how I stopped drinking was I did a dry January and then I stuck with it. You know, what were some of the benefits? I immediately lost a little bit of weight. That was actually the catalyst of me realizing, because when I stopped drinking, but then I was realizing that it, like I still had some other hormonal things that was, that were happening. It was actually the catalyst that put me down the path to realize that there were hormonal things that were causing deeper issues, which if you have hormonal imbalances and you're drinking on top of that, you're not going to feel good. (laughs) like at all. And so there were so many benefits that it led to that I couldn't have even imagined, but it's just overall my health improved and I really haven't felt the urge to drink the way that I used to ever. And again, not that I was this daily drinker, but I was definitely a you know, probably three to five drinks a week kind of person. And now I'm like maybe three drinks a month, maybe. And also what I'm drinking has changed. I don't drink any hard liquor. I do love tequila, but a really high-end sipping tequila. I'll have champagne when it's celebratory. I love champagne. That's pretty much it. Like I don't take shots. I don't, I don't drink beer. I don't drink heavy wine anymore. And just the sugar and just all of it, it was, it was massive for me. And I really just have to kind of nod that and just the long-term benefits that I have had from changing my relationship with drinking and how that really helped me change my relationship with food and change my relationship with sugar and my addiction to sugar, which was also another major thing that was causing hormonal issues for me. So that is my massive like health and personal and somewhat work recap. Getting back to the basics with work as well, and this is what I want to dive in with you all today about the strategies of what this really did for me. So when I thought about getting back to the basics, I knew that I had to get back to the root of, in order for Julie to get to Julie 3.0, I have to get back to the root of what made Julie 2.0 Julie 2.0 and what worked there and what didn't. And when I really thought about it, it came down to that root of branding and marketing and just me really having you know, a very strong understanding. Like I am really flipping good at my job and I own that and I'm confident in that. And it's like, if you want to know how to build, grow, or scale your brand, like come to me and we're going to make it happen. And I, there's no qualms about that. But I think owning that for myself and like really seeing how that works for me was vital. And so some of the things that I started doing, and maybe you can apply this to your own business as well, something as simple as looking at 
let's just take Instagram, right? As a way of like, how do I get back to the basics of what is really working? So what I started to do is I started to look at the past 90 days of content that I was creating. And I would look to see what was the top performing content. And instead of constantly creating new content, I would just basically ask myself, okay, if this is working, why don't I just reshare it? Why don't I either just literally reshare the top performing pieces of content, or I could somewhat tweak tweak, and maybe recreate what worked in the past with either some like new footage or a new song or some new text, or I could just straight up reshare the same exact piece of content. And just allowing that to be so basic <sighs> really helped because it allowed me to not have to work as much and as hard to create a bunch of new content and really just continuing to market and promote what was already working. And for example, I had, I did two reels um, that were, it was literally the same reel, um, just several months apart from one another. And both of them you know, were, were two of the top performing reels of my entire year. And it was literally the same exact post with the same exact content. I think I might've changed the song. Maybe I did that because I wanted to make sure that the song was trending at the time. But other than that, it was completely the same. The other thing that I started to do just again, to make strategy really basic for me was that I would take footage from like this podcast, for example, or me speaking on stage and I would make reels from them. And I could use that one piece of content to then repurpose into other things. Or I would take topics that I spoke about on a stage and I would bring it here to the podcast platform. And that really helped as well. The other thing that really helped me with this idea of getting back to the basics is really reminding myself about, and this is like, again, guys, basic, but a lot of us either don't know it or we want to avoid it or we don't think about it. I just started asking myself like, what am I really knowledgeable about? What am I excited and passionate about? And what do I maybe perceive to be either a gap or maybe something that is missing online right now? Or what is the unique angle or perspective or style that I have to bring to the table about something? And I would take the answers to those three questions, if you will, and I would just start creating content around that. And I would keep it really simple and really easy and just kind of give people what they wanted without overcomplicating it, without second guessing it, and also not feeling like it had to be so defined. Like also understanding that I would continue to find that style and that flavor and that vibe as I continue to do it. But most importantly, like keeping it super basic. That really, really helped. You know, what I think is important for when you're just starting out as an entrepreneur, like when it comes to routines, I made sure to really try to batch as many reactive things as possible. I always would set a hard log off time so I could really like, again, take care of myself and really focus in on myself. I would have content themes and I would have um, themes for the days in which I worked. I actually have an episode on that that I did last year um, that you can go back and look at. It was 2023, like work week and productive, how I stay productive and how I plan my work week. And so I would have themes for each day, like Monday's my content creation day, Tuesday's are my client call days, Wednesday's are my research days. And I really feel that I could be so much more efficient when I limit how much I was switching between the type of tasks 
tasks or things that I needed to do. Again, like a very basic thing, but it helps so much. And the other thing that I started to do was to get off my phone at a certain time at night and to not get on my phone until a certain time every morning. And it just really helped set the tone for my mental clarity and for allowing me to really show up in the way that I wanted to each day. The other thing that I did, and I think this is so important because this is something that I didn't do for a really long time. This actually would constitute as something that did not work for me for a long time. And that was that I needed to give myself permission to take breaks, like a real honest break. So when I went to Europe for over two and a half weeks, I did not work at all. And allowing to give myself the grace of like having that and being there and being present and not being so stressed out and not being freaked out that the world was going to like, you know, fall apart if I didn't work. And I think that when I was first building my business, I didn't have the time to do that. Like I, I do feel like there are seasons in business that like maybe you can't take all the desired breaks that you would want, right? But there comes a time and place that if you aren't careful and if you don't pay attention, before you know it, you're starting to see success and you become a six-figure earner and a seven-figure earner and a multi-seven-figure earner and an eight-figure earner, and you're still not giving yourself the gift of taking breaks. You're still working as if you're a 50K a year earner. And you have to be really mindful of that because you're actually going to limit your ability for growth if you don't give yourself rest. And you need to give yourself rest no matter where you're at. But what I am saying by this is like, I remember in those earlier years when say I was a 50K a year earner and I was trying to get to 100K a year, there was a little bit of that hustle mentality that I personally think is kind of required to hit that six-figure mark. But once you hit that six-figure mark, you're going to have more money and you're going to have more space to then call in and get help, right? Hire team members and get new processes and systems in place. And then you hit multi six figures and then you hit seven and each milestone comes with responsibilities, but it also comes with the gift of prioritizing structures and systems that are going to help you stay afloat and it's going to help you grow. But what ended up happening is like you could be bringing in all of this money and again, be successful on paper, but you're still, you still have the mindset of someone who has not gotten to where you are and that's going to limit you and keep you stuck. And so that was a big thing for me is that I had to really give myself the permission just to take breaks and to get like shut the mind off and really allow myself to enjoy life and really making sure that I have a full life outside of work. Spending, again, spending time with people that I love where it's not just talking about business and getting outside and being active and moving my body and being with my family because the happier and healthier that I am as a human being, that is when I have more space and capacity to operate at my full potential as a business owner. And it also is what gave me the understanding and the credence that some things in my business needed to change. You know, a simple question that I remember asking myself, and I'm going to ask it to you right now, was this question of if a hundred new clients bought your offer tonight, literally a hundred new clients bought your offer tonight, would you have the structure and support in place tomorrow morning to support those 100 new clients? And if your answer is no, then that tells you that you need to be thinking differently about how you're showing up and structuring and supporting your own business. And that was me. I was like, wow, 
if a hundred people said yes to me tonight, which is what I, I'm claiming it, I'm calling it in, I want it. Can I actually support that? And the answer was no. I wouldn't have had that clarity and that awareness if I did not give myself the permission and space to actually be a little bit removed from my business at certain moments of the day and the night and the week and the month. And so it's really important for that balance to have those boundaries. And I think that it's also very normal in the beginning of your business to lack the balance because you have to make sacrifices in order to grow your business. But there is a time and place where if you're not careful, those sacrifices can actually become dependencies and can become obsessions and can become addictions, right? And so you have to be mindful of that. So with that to say, here we are now in 2024, and what I think I am most excited about is to go deep and to really take a lot of what has been planted over the last year and bring it to life this year and for the years to come. The other thing that I want to share that I'll leave you with before we wrap up because I think that this metaphor, it worked for me last year and and maybe it's going to be in service to you too. But I kind of thought about um, an oak tree, right? Like a mighty oak tree. And how does a mighty oak tree grow? Well, an acorn has to be planted and rooted in the ground in order for it to grow. I think what most people do and what I even saw myself doing at a time there is that it was like I had a handful of acorns But instead of going out and planting one deeply and firmly into the ground, I was just taking a handful of acorns, throwing them outside on the ground and just like hoping and praying that maybe over time, you know, a storm would come by and plant them in the ground or maybe somebody would like accidentally step on one and that would cause it to get more firmly planted in the ground and maybe eventually it would grow. And so basically it's this idea of like, are we going wide and shallow or are we going deep? And rooted and narrow. And so for me, what I'm most excited about in 2024 is less widening of the net and yes, shallowness of the water and more really concise, directive and deep. So how can I take that acorn and how can I get it more firmly planted in the ground so it actually has the sustainability and the structure that is necessary to grow into a beautiful and vibrant oak tree. And that was a lot of what I worked on last year. Let's get all of these little acorns that we've had that have just been wide and shallow and let's really focus on the one or the few that we want to plant firmly and like really nurture into growing. And so that's what I'm really taking with me through this year is the nurturing of those things that I'm really focusing on, not losing sight of the vision, really staying enthusiastic about what I'm doing and how I'm showing up. And with that this year, it's really simple, guys. It's basic. The way that I'm showing up this year to serve and support my community and you is through first this podcast. We have a lot of exciting and and incredible things coming up on this podcast this year, one of which is we're going to be going from, from one episode a week on Wednesdays to actually two. So starting on January 15th, you're going to be getting two episodes a week of the Influencer Podcast, one on Mondays and one on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. And my friends, this one, because today is January 15th, is the first one. So this is the official announcement of these episodes coming out twice a week instead of once a week. So you're probably wondering, like, why is this coming out on a Monday? It's because we're officially now going to start doing two episodes a week. The reason behind this is that I want to pour more into you. I want to create more really good quality content. I want to go deep with you twice a week 
week to really support you. So first is the podcast and these two episodes a week. So you can now keep coming back on Mondays and Wednesdays. The second thing is my program, Pitch It Perfect. We did a lot last year when it came to this program and the messaging of it and the marketing of it and the intention of it and how we're showing up for it. And it's been really, really good. So this year we're going to be continuing to dive deeper into the curriculum side. There's going to be a lot of updates coming up with Pitch It Perfect. Of course, if you're a Pitch It Perfect student, you get lifetime access to the program. So no matter how many updates we do, you get access to that. And so that program is not going anywhere. It is still here to support you. The next thing is the Brand Accelerator, which is actually going to be opening in about a month in February. This is the only time that the Brand Accelerator is going to be open this year. We open it once a year and once a year only. And so um, we're going to start doing some promotion for that. I'm going to have a boot camp coming up in a few weeks that's that you're going to be able to join if you want. That's going to be amazing if you're ready to build and grow your brand. And then, of course, we have the Brand Accelerator that's going to be opening the end of February. There's a whole massive, amazing live coaching component that comes with that with me. And so I'm going to be showing up and supporting you in that way. And then the third thing is my mastermind. My mastermind is for six-figure entrepreneurs who are ready to scale to those multi-six and seven-figure levels and are really ready to take their brand to the next level. We have, I think, a week or two left of, of applications being open, and then we actually shut that down for the year. So we've got a lot of great things that are happening, those three things. Pitch It Perfect, you can join any time throughout the year. There's no timing stipulation on that. But when it comes to the Brand Accelerator or the Mastermind, you're going to have to get in on that within the next couple of weeks for the Mastermind or the next month for the Brand Accelerator before we actually close those down for the rest of the year. And then the rest of the year is going to just be about serving our mastermind members, our brand accelerator students, our pitch it perfect students, and then serving you all here on this podcast. So again, keeping it very basic, very easy. And then I'm working on something really, really exciting behind the scenes that is probably not going to be ready until spring of 2025. More to come on that. But I will say if you love in-person experiences, you're going to be very excited about that. So more to come there. But that is it, my friends. That is me in a nutshell of where I am right now, my recap of this year, what I'm excited about for the year to come. So excited to finally announce and share that we've got two episodes a week for the Influencer Podcast, which is going to be super, super fun. And as always, if today's podcast resonated with you in any way at all, I would love to hear from you. There's two ways in which uh, you can do you can do that and connect with me. One is just by rating and reviewing this podcast wherever you love to either listen to watch podcasts to let me know what you loved about this episode, what your biggest takeaway was. Maybe you have a question for me or you even have like a topic, theme, or idea that you want me to cover on this podcast. You can leave a review and leave that there and my team will make sure to take that read that, collect that. And we do use your ideas for um, for ways to show up for you. You can also screenshot today's episode and tag me at Joel Solomon and post it on Instagram or send me a DM at Joel Solomon. I personally check all of my DMs. Um, that is something that I have not let go of yet that feels good for me. So if you want to connect there and let me know what you loved about today's episode, you can do that. And then again, all of the past episodes – the support systems, the structures, everything that I talked about today, if there is a link available for it, it's going to be in our summary notes so you can get 
link happy down there. And there's also an invitation down there to join me to either apply for the mastermind, to join a free training that I have um, all about Pitch It Perfect, or to go ahead and start getting in on some of the juicy brand amazing content that we have coming out for the Brand Accelerator program. So check out the show notes for that. Be on the lookout for what's to come. Do not sleep on this, guys, okay? Like, again, this is two more weeks until the mastermind closes, and then it's not going to open until 2025. We have until the end of February when the Brand Accelerator opens, and then it's not going to be open again until 2025. So let's start this new year right. Let's start it by getting back to the basics of what we do the best, and we're going to be supporting you with um, the free content that we share here on the podcast. And then of course, everything that we do behind our paywalls. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here and listening to this somewhat longer episode today. I hope it was in service of you. And with that, I will see you same time, same place on Wednesday for our second episode of this week. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.